Hello and welcome to episode 224 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Henny, I almost messaged you the other day to say, remind me, I want to tell you something. Oh. Only because this is just going to be something you're just going to be like, oh God, that's disgusting. <laughs> is it something to do with pickles? It is something to do with pickles. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, if something is guaranteed to be something that I will find disgusting, it's, it's about pickles. Is it, is it your homemade tartar sauce? It's not my homemade tartar sauce. No, I went to the grocery store, but I did make the tartar sauce because I had pickles. So when I went to the grocery store last week, um, one thing that is difficult to find here is like a real, like a, a nice pickle. So I was in the grocery store and I saw that they had restocked like one area and I'm like, oh, look, there's actually pickles. And then they look like little dill pickles. Okay. So, and I can see inside, I can see like there's dill in there and everything in that juice. Mm -hmm. So I buy it because I'm like, all of a sudden I had this hankering for a dill pickle. I'm neutral for pickles. Okay. Like I wouldn't pick it off something necessarily, (laughs) but I also, you know, not like it isn't. It isn't something that I'm like serving up just a pickle. If you were at yeah. Harvey's and you could choose your toppings for your burger, would you ask them to put a pickle on your burger? No. Okay. But if the pickle was on my burger, I would eat it. Correct. Okay. I got you. Unless it's a sweet pickle. I don't like sweet pickles. Okay. I think, huh, I got, I got a hankering for a pickle. <laughs> so I get home and I immediately open the jar and I take one of these babies out and I eat it. Uh-huh. Like, and it's not a big jar, but I ate those pickles over like, I don't know, three days, four days. Every day I was like having one or two of these pickles because they were like so crunchy and delish. And then I started drinking the juice. So that was that last Monday. Then by Thursday, when I went back to the grocery store, they only had two jars left. So I had to buy another jar. Right. And did you buy both jars if they only had two jars left? No, I only bought one. I, I don't want to be like hoardish. I don't want to be piggish. <laughs> okay. Okay. But the other day I opened the fridge and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to tell Henny about this. And then I wrote myself a little note under my podcasting that says pickles. That you so have become a pickle fiend. I I just really, yeah. So then I start thinking, wow, is there something missing like um, that I'm craving pickles? While you were telling me the story about the pickles, I literally just Googled, what does it mean if you're craving pickles? <laughs> They often say, like, when you're pregnant, you crave pickles. Right. It, but it could be because your iron's low is one thing. This says I don't know maybe, your, maybe your body is low in sodium. Would it be? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't add a lot of salt to stuff, but you do get sodium from other things. Yeah. But, oh, here is one, one of the commonly asked questions is, can you crave pickles <laughs> and not be pregnant? <laughs> yes. Okay. And the answer is... Yes. <laughs> Even for women and some men who aren't pregnant, pickle cravings are incredibly common. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if it has something to do with the sodium or okay. if it just was like because you saw them and thought, I haven't had them in a while know. and that looks really good. Yeah, but I've never been a person that just like goes and has to have a pickle. But they literally, I'll open the fridge and I'll be like, oh, I'll just take one out and just crunch it. I'm like, mmm, so good. Phil on the weekend, he's like, oh, there's pickles? And I'm like, yeah, and he ate two. And I'm like, oh, he's like, these are good. I'm like, I know they're good. But then the pickle juice is also good for like, it's supposed to be good for your gut health and all this. Because anything that's um, fermented, right? Yes. You can just buy pickle juice, honey. Like without the pickles in it? Yes. 
flavored pickle juice to do what with like to drink or to like like yes. with no to drink oh to drink this story is getting worse and worse <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> i'm really happy for you that you've uh, been enjoying yourself so much with the pickles i'm i'm also really happy for myself that i don't have to be a part of it (laughs) (laughs) anyways i i just had to share that with you because i i know i know how much you hate pickles yeah well i mean i no judgment to those of you who who love them i just can't Mm -hmm. i just can't participate in that that's all (laughs) <laughs> I cannot be. I cannot I cannot be involved in anything that has to do with pickles. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. What I can tell you is mm-hmm. update on the tacos. Oh, please. Right. So last week I was telling you that Mark was making us tacos for dinner and that he had uh he was horrified that i was just going to use like taco seasoning for the meat and so he so he brought the spices he brought spices especially for the tacos and the spices mm-hmm. you'll remember that he brought were like like a garlic and like salt greenery like dried parsley like kind of situation and yep montreal steak seasoning yeah. So anyway, so he made dinner and he did use like a teaspoon of taco seasoning in the meat. Okay. Plus these other two seasonings that he brought. And so the meat tasted very much like hamburger, <laughs> you know, like, like, okay. ground, like ground meat, yeah. like, you know, specially like a little more hamburger-ish than usual because of the Montreal steak seasoning um, yep. in a taco. So did okay. it scream like spicy Mexican flavor taco? No. Was it still delicious? Yes, absolutely. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Of course, when someone else makes it, it's always better. Always. Yes. So this is not someone else making this something. This is me making something, but it also, it was delicious. I, because you were asking me, I think you were asking me last week about, you know, what am I using my barbecue Mm. for? And we talked about the fact that I haven't really capitalized on the vegetable (laughs) roasting game, you know? And so I got myself a roasting basket for the barbecue. Uh, it was $11 at Canadian Tire. So I felt mm-hmm. very Perfect. good about that purchase because I thought, you know what, even if I use it a couple of times and decide I don't like it, it's not a huge investment. Well, Sandy, yep. I have used it once and I'm using it again tonight. I mm-hmm. love it. It was so easy and it was so delicious. I chopped up some veg, threw it in mm-hmm. the fridge like uh, so that I could use the veg later. Right. Like I chopped it in the morning, getting ready for the, for the day. And then in the evening when it was time to cook dinner, took it out of the fridge, put a little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper on the veg mixture, mm-hmm. mixed it all together. And then when I was looking on uh, on the Internet to see, like, how exactly do you do this? They suggested putting the basket in like on the the barbecue grate and closing the barbecue lid and letting the basket like get hot before you put the vegetables in it 
So that's what I did. Put it on, left it for about, I don't know, five, eight minutes maybe. Then poured my veggies into the basket, closed the barbecue, left it for about 10 minutes, stirred the veggies mm-hmm. up a little, left it for about, I don't know, eight to 10 minutes more, took the basket off the, the barbecue. Sandy, it was so good, so easy. Mm-hmm. And so and so I also had done, I'd also marinated some chicken breast in like a pesto and lime juice concoction. Mm, and so I had yep. chicken breast on the barbecue at the same time. And so um, I put it all, you know, put it together for, for dinner and, and we're eating and Mark is like, how did you do these vegetables? And so I said, I, I did them on, I did them on the barbecue. Okay. But how did you do them? And, and so I said, like, I literally put the basket onto the barbecue and like put the veggies in the barbecue. And, and so he's like, wow. He's like, um, if I had veggies like these, I would eat them every day. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, all right then. Like, and I mean, I do know that he likes roast vegetables because every time I roast vegetables in the oven, he'll make a comment about yeah. how they are. Um, but these were especially good and so mm-hmm. so easy, so tasty. I feel yep. like I so I did a mixture of broccoli, red pepper, and green bean. And I feel like they could have stayed on the barbecue for five more minutes. Like they were a, a little crispy for my yeah liking. Uh, but I mean, but it's the thing, like it's the flavor is all there, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Sandy was so good. And the chicken breast, I have to tell you, I don't know if it was the marinade, if it was the fact that I'd let it, like I'd let the chicken marinate for yeah like a good chunk of time. I don't know if it was just like the barbecue, like I've just sort of figured out the right heat, the right length, like, but it was some of the best chicken I've ever Mm. had. It was so good. Mm. Well done. Well done. So, So, yeah. Asparagus is also really nice on the barbecue. Okay. So I was going to do asparagus, but then I don't, I couldn't remember, I couldn't remember, like, ever seeing Mark eat asparagus before, so I wasn't 100% sure. I mean, he likes most things. He likes most things. And he does like, he does like Brussels sprouts. He Like, he does like vegetables that that some people don't. And so I thought, I'm probably okay with asparagus. But then I was, I was anxious about it. And so I got green beans instead, because I know that that was safe. And so I asked him. Uh, about the yeah. asparagus and he's like yeah he's like I love asparagus and I said okay well I said next time so that's what I'm gonna get especially yep. because now in Ontario uh Ontario fresh asparagus uh, mm. coming into the stores right so mm, I I also really red. like putting red onion red onion in when uh, I'm do- in my roasting basket oh, that's so a good, good. call get, it's a little caramelized but it's nice like it's got the sweetness mm. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Anyway, I'm going to do some more veggies tonight. I've got the basket board uh, ready. So when mm-hmm. we're uh, when we're finished here, that's what I'm going to go do. Go chop, chop up oh. some veg. 
Nice, nice job. And that's, that's it. And then, I mean, like we were talking about last week, it's so easy when it's all outside. Oh, I love it. Anyways, well, I'm so glad that you are enjoying that. Mm. Do you not use a thermo? Do you not use a thermometer in your when you're cooking meat out on the barbecue? You know, no, not typically. Oh, that will be your next. Not to- I have, I have a meat thermometer. I mm-hmm. must have used one but there at are, some point. But. but there are ones that you insert, and then the wire hangs out, and it's on your phone. And so you what? look on your phone, and you. Yes, honey, honey, honey. Because you know my husband has to have all the gadgets and gadgets, right? Of course, right? of course. But I can tell you that it is meant that we don't have anything overcooked anymore. Yeah. Or undercooked. Yeah. Or cut open to see because, well, you know, you usually cut it open and then it then that piece gets a little drier, right? Right. And so that's what I usually do. I just, one of the yeah. pieces, I just cut it open and then, because, and then I yeah. just eat that piece. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you could use what you have. You could just punk it in and then see what sure. you've got, right? For sure, I could. Yeah, sure I could. You know. Oh, well, that's, Anyways, that's, well, that's, look at you. The next evolution will be the meat thermometer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got a beautiful tan. I see. Why? Thank you. I've been using some, spending some time outside. Just so happy. You know, so, pull, so sit out funny. There, sit out there with my computer. Yeah. Sit out there with my book. I mean, it's yeah. been. I obviously like this is the time. First of all, it's it's the time of year to be sitting outside for yeah. sure. But it also mm-hmm. is, like in my schedule, the the time of year when I have, you know, a little bit of yes. of extra free time. So, yeah, it's yeah, been, it's been really nice. Yeah, that's so good. I'm so I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me too. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So you had suggested I listen to a podcast last week. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I wanted to ask because the woman who um who hosts the podcast mm-hmm. she refers she's always referring to her listeners as um Betty's. Oh. Did you not catch that with her? No. Okay. I was like, I wanted to ask you, like, what does that mean? Because then I started thinking, oh, well, maybe it's also um, has to do with why Liv Blakely, is that Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' wife? Blake Lively. Blake Lively, Liv Blakely. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew it wasn't right. But her, she has a brand of like drink, right? And it's called Betty. Really? I don't even yes. know this. No, I live under no. I live under a rock. Sorry. Okay, so so let me see. I want to see why do women call? I just had it. Why do women call each other, or refer to call um, Betty? Okay, because there's actually, what is the origin of the term Betty? Okay. So they okay. There's a couple of things. It's like a slang, mm-hmm. for oh. an attractive woman or a babe. Oh. So it says some claim that the term Betty originates from Betty Grable or Betty Page, another popular beauty whose iconic fringe style was copied by skater and surf chicks. Betty was popular. It was a popular term used in the 80s as a slang for a pretty young woman. 
often paired with surf ahead of it, referring to a group of girls who hang around the beach. But I don't know if that is why they, like this woman calls a Betty's. It's like a pretty ladies, a pretty girls. I, I don't know. But she it does f- some Betty's. It feels pejorative, kind of, though. No, and like. It's exactly, that's exactly what it says. I mean if if this is something that you with your girlfriends like call each other I think that's lovely but it feels weird for a podcast host to to address their I mean okay I do know that some podcasts, like the podcast hosts, refer to the people who listen to the podcasts as something. So, like, for example, the the one podcast that I listen to that's all, like, celebrity book memoirs. Or, yeah. 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 Um, that girl refers to the people who listen to the podcast as cookies and so she'll say like oh like you know I heard from a cookie who said this or I heard from like whatever and so I mean yes so I do know that like that podcast hosts do that but typically it would be I mean I don't know where the where the term cookie comes from but like typically it would be connected to the podcast right like right you know, like the the other podcast that I listen to that's like that is um your favorite thing podcast, they call the listeners YFTers because it's your favorite thing, YFT, right? So like so like the yeah. the, the title would be connected to the t- like the, the podcast itself. So I mean the podcast that we're talking about, it's called Better with Dr. Stephanie. That's the podcast you're talking about? Yes, and I've just Googled it, and it's it's she's it's called the Betty Body, a geeky goddess guide to balanced hormones, intuitive eating, and transformative sex. It's a podcast with Dr. Stephanie. The book is called The Betty Body. Gotcha. Oh, she said, okay, we started calling fans of Better Our Bettys, and it was just sort of an organic, cute nickname I had, Bettys, and then I said it for my Bettys, blah blah blah. And people are saying, I'm a Betty. I love that. Okay. Okay. My partner looked up the word Betty and he came across a definition in Urban Dictionary. A Betty is a modern day queen. She is a triple threat. She's intelligent. She's loving. She's beautiful on the inside and outside. She knows who she is and she's on a quest for learning. There we go. I mean, that sounds more like, like that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, I thought you might know, and so, but I I wondered if Blake. Anyways, oh, because you know, now you're that was where I went. You're thinking about Blake Lively's yeah. beverage that she is a yes creator of, or yeah, but that is of or something. Blake Lively launches Betty Booze. It's called Betty Booze. Betty Booze. It's okay, a, it's the next extension of her Betty Buzz mixed brand. Okay, so it's a nod to her father who inspired her to name the line after her grandmother and aunt who are both known as Betty. Completely not even related. Right. You know. (laughs) Anyways, there you go. Well, I didn't even clock that she was calling the listeners Betty, so good on you for that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Well, (laughs) should we talk a little bit about that podcast? Yes. 
I came across it just, you know, like sometimes I'll just look through the like what the podcast app suggests for you like it will say like based on your listening you might like this you know and I saw this uh podcast come up and so I clicked on it and and I read a couple of the most like the more recent titles of episodes and I thought okay that might be that might be interesting like that might be interesting but then I was scrolling through and I got to an episode from January 2023 that was all about habits and I thought oh this is I think maybe where I'm gonna start and so I the episode I think is like an hour and a half like it's a fairly lengthy podcast episode and I started listening I was about 20 minutes in and I thought Mm, I think that Sandy would like this. And so I sent it to you at that point. Um, And I don't, and, but then like, of course, I'm only 20 minutes into 90 minutes and like, maybe I've listened to the only good 90, like the only good 20 minutes, but yeah, that that wasn't true. I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good the whole way through. So I didn't feel too guilty for, for sending it to you before I'd listened to the whole thing. So the podcast host is a chiropractor and yeah. she has different guests on each week to talk about different specific topics related to health and wellness, but but really related to health mostly and quite connected to women's health because I know there are yeah. several podcasts about specifically about menopause, perimenopause, different things like that. So, so yep. I thought that... Uh, yeah, it's it sounded like it was a good place to or a good thing to check out. And yep. what yeah, why don't you tell me a little bit about what you thought or if there were things that you took from the from the habit episode we listened to and we can sort of go from there. Uh, so the one thing like I the first thing I thought, oh, this is why Henny wants me to listen to it. Because again, you know, the the bee in my bonnet about things that that we just continually continually uh-huh. continually be told and we believe to be truth and then you and I have spit out to people also as truth as truth and then you yeah. find out where like where did this idea come from where studies were done and so it's about you know that it takes 21 days to form a habit and we All know right. this. So, Actually, this particular piece yes. of information, we have uh, we've learned that before. And I think we've even talked about it on the podcast where that came from. But go ahead. Go ahead and repeat it. Okay. But Henny, that is not what that that's not the information that they shared on the podcast. This one. She taught. Does she not share about NASA mm. and about astronauts reading upside down? Yes. And we hadn't heard. I hadn't heard that before. No. No, and I've just Googled it, and the one that we have heard is about, was done by a plastic surgeon, about people who have had reconstructive stuff done, and it takes 21 days for them to get used to their new face. That's it. That's that's where this, that's where, that that's what I've heard of before, that Correct. that's where that number of 21 days came from. Right. That it took, yes. it took that long for people to not be surprised about what they looked like anymore when they looked at themselves in the mirror after surgery. Yes. But yeah, no, this, because, because right off the, right off the top of the episode, they're talking about habits and these, these 
generally believed ideas slash myths mm-hmm. about how long it takes to develop a habit. And, you know, some people say it's 21 days and some people say it's like anywhere between seven and 63 days or like there were a couple yeah. of different numbers that they threw out. And one of them mm-hmm. was connected to this idea of that was a study from NASA. So go ahead and, and tell us more about that. Yeah. So, I mean, what I remember, because, you know, I don't have the memory that you do, but was that um, they had astronauts upside down mm-hmm. reading mm-hmm. and they said it took 21 days for them to adjust back to reading right side up. Right. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was something it was something related to that that they were that they were training to be able to read yes. things um while they were like read things that were upside down and then yes. and it took a certain amount of time for them to figure that out but then it also took a certain amount of time for them to reverse it and and like yeah. become used to reading text the way it's normally the way that we normally read it. And so Correct. this idea, so I guess the the idea of habit formation was extracted from information yeah. like this, where someone, has, where someone at some point has looked at that study and said, okay, so it took them this many days to like retrain their brain to, you know, to see something a certain way or to like to read a certain way. And so that must mean it takes us that many days to like train our brains to do a certain habit. But I mean, yeah, as we know, <laughs> <laughs> that is most uh, like a, a day limit like that is most often incorrect because yeah. it depends on uh, what the habit is, how mm-hmm. many behaviors the habit requires how long you have been or haven't been doing that habit in your in your life previous to this moment uh environment the physical environment you're in the social environment you're in the Mm -hmm. you know like the time that you have the desire that you have to actually build this habit the other habits that you have already developed that might be like counter or contrary to this habit. like it's all of those things play into how long it takes you to develop a habit yes that like to say it takes like if you do something for 21 days like poof you do it I mean it's it's ludicrous (laughs) right like yeah absolutely ludicrous yeah yeah so I would would argue I would argue that there are some habits that I mean you can you can pick up in three days and there are other habits that you could do for, you know, a thousand days and still not have the hang of it. Yes. And, and I think that they mentioned this at some point, which I thought was not, it wasn't that I'd never, it wasn't that I haven't experienced it or that I don't know it to be true, but I'm not sure Mm -hmm. as I've ever heard someone say it was that. Yes a habit only remains as long as you continue to practice it. Yeah. Things don't continue to be habits if you stop doing them. Well, I don't know, Henny, because a habit, I mean, there. I guess it depends on the type of habit because some habits, I don't even, 
because a habit would be brushing your teeth every day. But that's something that you just do and your body, like you instinctively, it gets done, right? I mean, you have to go into the bathroom, you have to do that, but the actual act of doing it. But isn't that the same as like driving a car or getting onto a bike? If you haven't done those things in a long time, that you remember how to do them? Right. Okay. So I think you remember like your muscle memory you you remember how to do those things but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean like if you just stopped brushing your teeth in the morning I mean a month yeah. like if you went an entire month not brushing your teeth in the morning you mm-hmm. you would still remember how to brush your teeth but would, right. would brushing your teeth every morning still be a habit that you're involved in no because you're not doing yeah. it would it okay. be a fairly easy habit to get back into? I think it would be. Because well, would it? Because we, if, we could. Especially yeah, if you'd been doing it for years uh, yeah. prior, right? Like you've got this history of doing this habit and now you've stopped yeah. it. But because the history is that you were already doing it, I think it'd be easier to, to flip back into it, which I yeah. think. When, when I think about, you know, habits that you're trying to develop, especially in the, in the, in the genre of weight loss, weight maintenance, you know, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, overall wellness, but specifically wellness related to weight and body size and body mass. Yes. Um, you know, often these are things that for years and years and years and years we didn't do. And then we're like, yeah. well, why is it so hard to like get myself into a routine mm-hmm. or a habit of doing this now? Well, because for 35 years, you didn't do it. And so, you know, it seems silly to expect that within 21 days, you know, magically yeah. doing it, right? I mean, I think with the toothbrush yeah. thing also, I think that there are a lot of other pressures that yeah um make it an easier habit to have because you know there's a significant social pressure to to have you know <laughs> fresh mouth yeah. um but i think also there's uh if you are going to the dentist regularly there is social pressure and you know wellness health and wellness pressure mm. to, to do that also right because if you're not yeah. in the habit of doing that you know you're going to get a lecture at best and a filling or a root canal or an implant at worst you know <laughs> yeah but 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 honey okay and and staying with that there's also pressures if you are carrying more weight than what maybe socially people deem as being acceptable mm-hmm. and all, and so there's that pressure so that's still the same type of pressure as there would be with having bad breath mm-hmm. going to the dentist is like going to the doctor who says you're you're Sugar mm-hmm. is up, your blood pressure, your blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I recognize that brushing our teeth is uh, something that is easier to do well, than well, to and I and I think, food. And I think that's why it's all of those things, because you're right. I mean, there is a lot of social and medical pressure to lose weight for yeah. many people, right? Um yeah. But why is that not, why does that not seem to be as easy a habit to, 
to to get into than brushing your teeth. I mean, I think partly because the effort and the time that it requires to brush your teeth is minimal, whereas the right. effort and the time that it requires to purposely work towards losing weight or to continue to work toward maintaining weight loss is yeah way more right it just requires so much more of us and that's yeah. that's got to play a role i was so i was thinking about this <laughs> when i was when i was listening to the podcast i was thinking about it and then we were having a conversation earlier this morning and i was thinking about it again and thinking oh my goodness this is so related to this podcast because in the last week you and I have begun to get back into a routine mm. of doing a little bit of yoga. Yeah. One of the first things you said to me this morning when we, when we first got on the call was just how much you were loving. Like we, we literally have done three sessions of yoga in the last week <laughs> and, and yeah. you were like, Oh my goodness, I just love it. Like I really, it feels so good. I love that we're doing this, like already thinking mm -hmm. forward to, you know, when you're back in Toronto, finding a yoga class. Yeah. And, and then I was pretty much going to say a very similar thing to you about how much I was loving that we were doing this. It was feeling so good. And, and I remember I remember months ago, I remember saying to you, and I think that I said it on the podcast, but maybe I just said it to you, but I remember saying like, I'd really like to get back into the habit of like doing some yoga or some stretching or something. Yeah. But this mm -hmm. was at the time when all of my things had been moved into storage and I was living yes. with like a couch and a bed and a fork, you know? And, and so I went out and like, of course I have two yoga mats. They were both in storage. So I went out to the store and I bought myself a new yoga mat Okay. And I laid it out on the floor in the living room because, of course, there was nothing else in my living room. So I laid that that yoga mat out on the floor. <laughs> Do you think that I used that yoga mat one single time? I did not. Really? I did not. So you picked it up when you vacuumed and you put it back down? Yep. <laughs> yep. And so now I have my new yoga mat in my new yeah. house and I've now used it several times in the last week and it has been such a delight and like and even mm -hmm. after like even the first time we did it I was like like honestly honey like you you literally said months ago like I think it was in April like you yeah, literally it was said uh I want to do this you went out and you got the yoga mat to do it and you, you didn't, like, yeah. I couldn't even, I couldn't even do it. I mean, I don't know why. Um, but then, like, now we're just, you know, a week into having done a little yeah. bit of it. And I'm like, oh, I love this so much. Like, and so now it's like, okay, but now it's maintaining this routine mm -hmm. right and this practice and making it yeah. a habit making it something that you do every other day or every day or you yeah. know twice a week or whatever it is you decide that you're going to do you know but oh but it feels so good I know I know and we started out by doing Billy which was the original 
online that we had started at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy the yoga more. In a moment, I enjoy them both, I would say, equally. Yeah. But after the fact, I get more out of the yoga. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a better overall workout. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. My body feels better after doing it anyways, but you're right. That is, that is a, um, that is a habit that we did and then got out of. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so then... weird because I, you could get it on your mat on your own. I could get on mine, but just because we know that each other's on the other end of, we don't even, we're not even live together doing it. Like, it's not no. like I can, you know, we're doing it. <laughs> Over Zoom or over Skype or anything. No. It's ridiculous. No. I mean, we could. We could literally. Yeah, we could do that. But we could also literally just be laying there on the mat doing nothing. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, if I'm, if I'm laying there on the mat doing nothing, I can't send you like a selfie of myself afterwards sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to do something. <laughs> but I, this is, this is one of the things I, I, so before we started recording today, we we did a little session of yoga and, and we were going through something like some movement sequence. And I was like, oh, this is not that bad. This is not that bad. And then all of a sudden I was like sweating all over and I was like, okay, <laughs> apparently this is harder work than I thought it was. <laughs> but it's like fine, fine, fine. And then all of a sudden I'm like, whoo, yeah. working hard. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, I guess, the, you know, another uh, thing to bring up is that starting or re getting it back into a habit, sometimes the thing what that we know we, we need to commit to somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. It's not enough just to try and commit to yourself. There are certain things you can because you, it's a, it's something that is something that's done alone, but you need to know yourself and know, I do prefer to go to, to do any type of activity with somebody yeah. to go out when I was running and run on my own. I mean, you did it a lot. I don't know how you did it because I just, but you also, because we would do it at the same time on the same day and then you Correct. would message with a photo after. So that does give you the extra. And that's it, right? Mm. Like it's, it's so I'm, I'm out there by myself, but I'm not actually doing the activity alone. If yes. that makes sense, right? Like, because yeah. mm -hmm. you and I, like, it was, it, yeah. because it, it still very much felt like, a, it felt like a commitment to you as much as it did to yeah. myself, right? Correct. Yeah. But it's also because we, neither one of us are flaky. And so, no. you know. So if we say we're going to do something, we, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Unless something really has come up that we can't actually do it. Even when we don't want to do it, we do it. Yeah. This is why we're friends. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Uh, yes, I, yes, I think, yes. but I think that's important to know, like, it's important to know yourself, like what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah. And, and so when you're thinking, and I think because that's the other thing with habits, and she said this on the podcast too, once again, 
not new information, but just hearing it again, being reminded again, being like, oh yeah, like, like there were a few times that she said things and I was like, you know, you don't need to tell me twice. Like I, I know that, you know, and, yeah. and one of the, one of the things that she said was, you know, that often, and because this pod, this particular episode that we listened to came out in January, mm-hmm. they're talking, you know, about habits and then talking about habits in connection to new year's resolutions that many people make you know and so she said you know what often happens is people you know think or people say that they want to develop a habit of doing whatever it is they're doing whether it's eating more Mm. vegetables or you know going for a run every week or whatever that habit might be but she said often they the people who say that that's the habit they want to develop they don't actually want to develop that habit Right. Right. Like they've seen other people doing that. And so then they think, oh, everyone else is doing this. That means I should do that too. Or I, Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to want to do this, you know? And and I think that if you, so I think you have to know yourself about, you know, what works for you and what strategies are going to work for you, but you also need to know yourself about, okay, but what habit do you actually want to build here? Like, you know, Okay, so you want to, let's say ultimately your goal is to lose weight. You want to lose weight. Okay, there are a lot of different habits related to losing weight. And if eating vegetables or eating more vegetables is not something that you want to do or something that you're going to do, and it's going to be a struggle at every meal to eat more vegetables, then let's look at some of the other habits. Like what else could you do? Like if that's not it, I mean, obviously if you have goals that you're working towards that requires change and that requires being things. And sometimes it requires doing things that you don't think you might be interested in, but, Mm -hmm. but also you have to kind of be honest with yourself, like, and say, okay, but this is something that I, I'm not going to do, or this is something that I'm not going to do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, like none of this she, is, none of this is new. It's not even information that no. we've never said on the podcast. Like I, I know we've said yeah. these things before, but it just, it was so, yeah. it was refreshing. I think for me to hear it again, I think yeah. especially yeah. like maybe, you know how like sometimes you just need to hear things like, using the right words or from the right voice or yeah. in this case I think at the right time like I think at the right, my, yes. my life has felt so topsy-turvy and it finally feels settled that now to be mm. reminded of like habit formation I was like okay yes yeah the, like it, it just sort of it was a good refresher for me Yeah. And I think also, you know, having come from the WW world and the uh, sort of schedule of topics, because there are only so many topics that you talk about, that they are put into an order and and back in as reminders. Mm -hmm. And they were also different in slight ways, too. And sometimes it did feel like we were it was we didn't we just talk about that there were yep. times it often, but i think it, it often like, felt that way felt, it felt like that. i think but now but we, i think it now often, we don't have that yeah i think it often felt that way as the person who needed to deliver the information i don't know as Probably. The, the person listening yeah. to the information it necessarily felt that way 
Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good point. Um, the one other thing that she talked a lot about was because she's an all or nothing person. So the 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 woman who's Dr. Stephanie and that 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 type of thinking she's really had to work on because those are the things that can can um, keep us from forming or maintaining habits that maybe we do want to have because we put these very strict parameters around what or what it needs to look like if it doesn't happen at this point you know all of these things when doing a little bit of something of, of that habit is better than doing none of that habit because okay. you get into the cycle and routine of it. Okay. So you just reminded me because that is the one thing from the episode that I like, that I literally was like, like, I think my jaw dropped open. Like it was like an aha moment to me because this yeah. idea that you're saying like this idea of all or nothing thinking being, you know, unhelpful and, and in many cases harmful and this idea of, you know, a little bit is better than nothing at all. You know, like, like these are things mm -hmm. that we've talked about. These are things that we know to be true. Yes. But she, she, and I don't remember if it was her idea or the guest's idea, or like she was talking about something that a, like someone else that she was talking to had said, but she said, you know, what you have to think about is like in a perfect world, that's your, that's your 10 out of 10, your 10 out of 10 habit, you know? And so for maybe for activity, let's say for activity, my 10 out of 10 habit would be to do my 20 to 30 minutes of yoga, you know, let's say seven days a week. That's my 10 out of 10. Well, then I also have to think about, well, what's my nine out of 10? What's my five out of 10? What's my yeah. two out of 10? Mm -hmm. What's my one out of 10? Maybe my one yes. out of 10 is that I lay down on the ground and like stretch one muscle for, you know, for two yeah. minutes, you know, like, and, and so she mm -hmm. said, you have to think about what is the range of that habit from 10 out of 10 all yes. the way down to one out of 10. And she said, because mm -hmm. some days you've only got one out of 10 to give. Yes. And I, and yeah. it was just like that, like putting it in that way and like putting those parameters mm -hmm. around it that I was like, that is, it, I think that really, like that really works for me, this idea of, yeah, this idea of it's because it, it wasn't because the other thing that I think that we have talked about before and I've heard many times is like breaking the habit down into the smallest little pieces. And that's super mm -hmm. helpful, too, you know, but yeah, but like when it's for me, like and maybe it's just the way that I'm thinking about it is wrong. But like if I'm thinking about doing a yoga practice and then I'm breaking it into the smallest little pieces, I'm thinking about like, what are the little things that I have to do to get to the practice? So like, I have to lay the mat mm. out. I have to fill my water bottle. I have to, you know, like I have to do all these little things. I'm not thinking about what's the, what's the one out of 10 of the habit that I could do. You know, it, right. to me, it sounds like it's yeah. two different things. And so it was just that way of her wording it that I was like, okay, because you're absolutely right. Like some days, I mean, some, some days it's, it's a 10 out of 10. I mean, like summertime, 
tends to be 10 out of 10 time for me. You know, I've, I've got more, mm-hmm. I've got more time. I've got more energy. I've got fewer yeah. distractions. I, you know, like I have mm-hmm. fewer obligations, but you know, when I'm in the midst of trying to get report cards done and helping my brother with his, you know, with a study for a midterm and, and, yeah. and, and, I don't have 10 of 10. I just don't. Yeah. And I want to, I want to, Mm -hmm. because I like to, yeah, I like, I like to outperform everyone else, (laughs) but, but that's it. (laughs) But I don't, I don't have it. I just can't. (laughs) It's the thing about what you want to outperform, but when you can't, then that leads to the unhealthy habit of the binge. Yeah, because I'll outperform you there too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the other thing. Yeah. Tell me. So the other thing that she, that I was, instead of tracking what you eat, it's when it's the temptation tracker. Yeah. It was going through like, you know, like the five questions, like where, where is it happening? Who are you with? When does it happen? I like that. Yeah. Well, because that information is actually more useful, right? Like like it's, it's not actually that useful to look back at. It's not super useful when you're talking, when you're thinking about behavior to look back at a Mm -hmm. tracker and see like, oh, um, you know, Saturday night I ate, you know, an entire bag of potato chips and like five pieces of toast, you know, but, yeah. but what is, I, what is important information to know behaviorally speaking is yes. all those things that you said, where was I, who was I with, what was going on, how was I feeling, you know, like, like that's yeah. the important stuff because then um, and you're very good at this already, Sandy, because I know like you even, you even like pay attention to patterns in things like in, in my eating that you'll, mm. that you'll say that, that I'll have not realized before. Like I remember a couple of years mm. ago that you were like, okay, but every yes. June you do this. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. June is a rough time for me, you know? And so, and yeah, so yeah. the last two Junes I've but really been like... I've I've really been like okay I know that this is this is a time for me and I need to you know pay extra attention you know so it's it's good to Mm. know the answers surrounding the temptation and not just the temptation itself yeah because then you can like you did was then you were like okay wait this is June this is what I did this June but I also did it the June before and so there's there is a pattern to it there's a connection there's what what is happening but you already knew because you're ending up the school year you know you had graduations you were planning it was all of those Mm -hmm. things that were happening and I so that is useful information because then when it when one of those things starts happening again then it's like an alert to your brain to say wait a minute I remember when this happens this is what historically I've done correct correct you know yeah yeah the the other thing is 
Um, and and I, I've always, I mean, it's been a, at one point heard this and then really liked it. It's like every single decision that, that you're making is either moving you closer to what you want to achieve or further away from it. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes it's okay to take a step back. There are times when you yeah. are going to, well, I wasn't, I, you know, I didn't think I was going to have this today, but now that I'm out, you know what, instead of having a salad, I could actually really go for like wings. And that's where it's allowing yourself some of the flexibility of knowing that in the, that's fine. This is what's going to happen. If I want to be able to maintain and to do this, I have to be, I have to have that flex. Yeah. The person she was interviewing also made a point of saying, it's like people who get to a goal weight and we had just talked about this and yeah. then that goal weight is achieve it. And then that's not good anymore. They figure I can do better than that. I can do better. You're always trying to outdo yourself instead of just actually enjoying and being, yeah. you know, proud of yourself. And then saying, what do I need to do to stay here? Because that looks different than what I had to do to get here. Yeah. So it was, I, I do, it was long, but I actually, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed her, but yeah, I will I go back that. and look at some more of her episodes. So. Yeah. And sort of like pick and choose what topics might be of interest. Yeah. Very happy yeah. to have you like to me random things. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, it's, it's nice to, it's nice to have that shared experience too, of both listening to something and then being able to, um, to go over it together on the podcast. So I hope that yeah. people listening, uh, you know, find that entertaining and helpful as well. And and if you want to check out the actual episode that we were listening to, it's the podcast is called Better with Dr. Stephanie, and I'll put it in the show notes so you can look at it if you're not uh, in a place where you can go on your phone right now and, and search it up. All right. All right, my friend. Well, thank you for spending some time on the mat with me this morning. Uh, the best. Thank you. And it was we're gonna, Vetus, so he was good. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really, we've been using the fit on app to yeah. uh, do our yoga practice and we've been, we've been doing um, some of Vetus's workouts or, or yes. uh, practices, I guess. And I really like them. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right. Okay. Well, enjoy cutting your veg for today. Enjoy your Thank barbecued you. veg this evening. I will. And enjoy and, the sunshine. Oh, I'm I'm gonna head back out there after I get my veg chopped. Hmm. Yes. Very jealous. All right. Well, you'll be here soon enough. I will be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right. Well, thanks again, Sandy, and we'll chat next week. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye.